Oh, man. Julianne? Andrew? Let's do this, girl. All right, sir. What's up? What is up? Nothing much. What's up with you? I'm cool. You Cold good? chilling. Cold chilling. Mm. Welcome to another episode of Love James. You know who this is. <laughs> Andrew James. And this is Julianne James. And uh, yeah, on this show, we like to talk about love, relationships, relationships marriage, dating, everything in between. And if you've been listening to uh, this second season, we appreciate you. If you've been liking it, I want to encourage you to send it to a friend. Yeah. You share know, it. Share it. And uh, yeah, spread the word about the Love James movement. Mm-hmm. Is it really a movement? I don't know if it's a movement. Well, for now, it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast for now. Uh, I Hopefully think there are some other movements that take precedence. This is true. Yeah. In the time at the moment that we're in right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Love James. Today, what are we talking about, Julianne? Hashtag big fight. Big Hashtag big fight. Fight. Definitely have to shout out Priscilla. Yeah, we got to shout out Priscilla. Priscilla's like, you know what? Um, I really like your show. <laughs> In like, I really think that you know, like. There's a lot of great content. But she like, did not say it like that. No, she didn't say it that's like not that. how Priscilla talks. No, she didn't say it like that. She was basically saying, you know what? Like, I know that you guys, like, I see you guys all the time. I know you guys get along. Yeah. But like, I'd like to know, like, about fighting. <laughs> like, how do you fight? Right. Okay. And so, well, we can talk a lot about that. We can talk a lot about that. And so that's why we uh, titled this episode. Hashtag big fight. And we'll, we'll tell you about hashtag big fight mm-hmm. in a little bit. But um, let's talk about fighting. I mean, it, it, it's only natural, right? Within a relationship, seeing somebody every day, you know. Um, yeah, the potential for conflict is definitely there. Absolutely. And we would be lying. Everyone knows the saying familiarity breeds contempt. Yes. <laughs> right. So super familiar with somebody is uh, a lot of contempt. <laughs> That's. Could potentially come up. Come Could up. potentially come up. Um, I think. I think for us, and you know, we're sharing our perspective, right? Because all we can talk about is our relationship, mm-hmm. and hopefully, our perspective can help give some perspective to somebody else, right? Um, but let, let's start from the beginning. It's a very good place to start. It's a very good place to start from the beginning. Um, you know how it is: two people living their lives for. 20 something how many ever something years before you get married and then you're expected for those two worlds to become one Mm -hmm. seamlessly seamlessly zero problems that's not always the case that's not ever the case i would argue (laughs) that's not ever the case yeah and um it's about learning people's styles and you know you know family of origin how did they argue and fight in that family and are you bringing that to the table and is that the way that the other person does it Mm -hmm. and all that kind of cool stuff one of the first um i guess maybe i guess one of the first obstacles i'm gonna have you put that eraser down oh why because it's (laughs) distracting yeah because sometimes you make 
noises. You want me to make noises? Okay, okay, I won't make any noise. All right. Um, one of the first obstacles, hurdles, situations that we faced was walking away. Mm. Right? We. Um, it's just a thing we did in my family. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't. I didn't. Still do. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like you, you get into uh, a conflict, mm-hmm. and if you don't want to face it, so being the one who who used to walk away, I would frame it more in terms of it's not that I don't want to deal with the conflict and it's not that we don't want to deal with conflict in my family of origin. It's just that when emotions get to a certain point, which, you know, admittedly for someone else, that point may be a lot further down the road. Right. Right. But um, for for us, at least for me, in my experience, when emotions got to a certain point, I felt like it is not worth it to continue because I am afraid of where I'm going to go if I don't walk away from this or I'm afraid, you know, I don't want to say anything that I can't take back or would, would regret. This is just me. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I also feel like I'm probably not getting through and I'm very frustrated with the fact that I'm not being heard or not being understood or, you know, in that emotional space, then I feel like the only thing, or I used to feel like the only thing to do is walk away. Mm-hmm. Not that I would not come back to the conversation, but I, I, I could not figure out a way to push past that place. So I, I walked away. Yeah. And for me, the walking away was like, throwing, what are you, what are you doing? In the towel. <laughs> I'm done here. Yeah. And I was like, hey, no, like, wait, we got to figure this thing out. We got to talk about this thing. Right? Yeah. I want to talk this thing out. And I. Or, or, or fight this thing out. Or fight this thing out. And I don't care how our emotions are. Like, I want to work this out because I want understanding. I want resolution. Mm-hmm. And I want it now. Yeah, that's definitely how you came into the situation. <laughs> right? A high, high value for understanding. Mm-hmm. Always wanting to understand. Um, and. Always wanting to understand right now. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think it's it, it, it's like our approach to cleaning. Yeah. Right. Cleaning up and keeping clean. Yes, exactly. Right. Same goal. Same goal. They're coming at it differently. Different ways. Yeah. I like to keep clean. And so it's like, hey. Yeah. So you must it. address now. You got to yeah, Whereas now. I kind of will let things get messy and then and then clean up. Yeah. Right. Which is too much. Which, which I guess is the same you know, it's a really good analogy because that's kind of how we dealt with conflict early right. on in our marriage as well. Right. Yeah. And so what, when I expressed to you, hey, like don't walk away. Yeah. Because when you walk away, it's like a big slap in the face. Right. I feel like you're disrespecting me. I feel like you don't want to work this thing out. I yeah. feel like you don't care about this Like you're thing. giving up. Right. When I, when I expressed that to you, um, how did you, what did it, like what made you get it? Or understand where I was coming from. and Well, if I remember correctly, I think the first time you expressed that to me, I didn't get it <laughs> because <laughs> I did it again. Right. right, right? right. So I, I think it took me a while. And I think I get the, the moment that I remember is the second time it happened. Um, I think you physically had to hold me back and say, no, don't walk away. And I was like, <laughs> struggling to to kind of like leave the situation and you were like no 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 stay here and you were holding me and saying no 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 stay here we have to work it out like you know so i think there was something in the physical restraint 
and I'm not saying you were aggressive. You weren't aggressive. It was not like a violent restraining. It was like a no, 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 come. Like it was a like a bear hug. Like it was like a bear hug, Mm -hmm. right? And it was like no, we have to we have to work this out. And so there was something I think in the moment of the physical restraint that maybe within myself clicked and was like, okay, you know what? We're on the same team. He's really wanting to figure this out, not necessarily to win the fight, mm-hmm. quote unquote. So um, it, it really put me in a place where, so if I'm, I was in an emotional state where I felt like I had no choice but to walk away and you flipped it by restraining me and then I had no choice but to stay. Mm-hmm. So you forced me to challenge what I thought I had no choice in. Right. Right. So you, in flipping it, um, I then stayed and then we, we worked it out. And I think from then I realized, okay, you can stay. You can stay. Yeah. You can push past this point. Yeah. Because you had to. Yeah. And you did. Yeah. Right. So and that's, sometimes- that's kind of, so since then, I think when I get to that place, it's not as difficult. Right. Because I know how to now take a breath and stay. Yeah. And I get, you know, not wanting to stay in the middle of something when your emotions are high and fearing the regret of saying something mm-hmm. or doing something that you do, you will, you know, regret. Can't no, take back. Yeah. Can't take back. Right. I get that. But for me, I feel like, well, can we, can we, can we work hard? Can we push to have a controlled expression <laughs> of yeah. our feelings What's the smile there? Yeah, the smile is, you know, you're talking some real high concepts Mm -hmm. that when two people are in an emotional state, that's not the moment where they're like, okay, I'm going to be controlled. I mean, we do that and we do that now, right? And we got to talk about how we got to that because I think that approach, you know, I think about when I was... Back in my basketball days. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> grade five. Grade five, grade six basketball. I, <laughs> never I played know, basketball. I know again. not of these days. <laughs> I never played basketball. I know after not grade what six. he speaks of. Um, I just remember the coach mm-hmm. saying, you know, slow, slow it down. Right. You know, sometimes when, when, the, when the, the, the pace is going fast and you, there's opportunities for you to mess up, but if you slow it down, mm-hmm. you can control the game. Right. And so, that's my approach, I think, mm-hmm. to having those discussions. I know that if I just let myself go, I can get real emotional. And we can talk about that when yeah. we get there. But, um, and I know it's not typically the thing that people do. Yeah, but I mean, just because it's not typically what they do doesn't mean we don't share it with them. I'm just saying, yeah. slow it down and let's break it down. Break, because it down, break it down, break it down. I think you have to have a consciousness at every given moment mm-hmm. in your relationship with someone and in your conversation with them. You have to really be conscious. Right. That's number one, yes. right? And so if it gets to a point of conflict and it starts to escalate, you have to be cognizant of the fact that this is now escalating. Yes. And there's a responsibility on your part to de-escalate within your own self first before you try to force the other person to de-escalate, right? right? And so I think that's what you're talking about. Like if I can slow down my own heartbeat and response by taking a breath and maybe 
stopping and actually actively listening to what the person is saying mm-hmm. versus conjuring up my response to what I think they're saying, yeah. then I think that is a helpful step in de-escalating. De- like just take responsibility for your part in the escalation because there's two people involved in that fight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about active listening Yeah. for a second. Um, when we do premarital, we often um, talk about active listening mm-hmm. when we're talking about communication, conflict resolution. Yeah. Um, and active listening. Yes. So, well, I'll just say preface by saying, well, here comes the contempt that familiarity brings, right? Right. Because we're very familiar with each other. Mm -hmm. We're in a long-term relationship. We've been uh, in each other's lives for a long time. Um, I automatically, I don't realize I have all these assumptions about what you mean when you say what you say. Yes. Right. And because you've meant um, Apple, when you've said a before, I apply that to every time that you say a that's good where you could be saying aircraft, but I'm only hearing Apple or aardvark. Yes. Aardvark (laughs) is a good one. Right. So active listening, though it can feel very robotic. I think sometimes it, you know, it's a benefit to couples to kind of put the spotlight back on active listening and fine tune their ability to do active listening, Mm -hmm. which is basically a process whereby you say to me, um, I think I'm going to go jogging today by myself because I need some alone time. And you say to me, you saying that you don't, I don't give you no alone time. That's not active listening. Right. (laughs) Right? Just want to give the bad example. first. That's the bad example. Right. Mm -hmm. In the good example, you would say, if I understand you correctly, you'd like to go for a walk. Um, Well, jogging. Sorry. You'd like to go jogging um, by yourself. Mm -hmm. So you can have some alone time. Right? right, more or less. So you you basically listen mm-hmm. in order to repeat to the other person your understanding of what they've said, so that they can substantiate for you mm-hmm. whether or not you got them correctly, right? Or they got you correctly, right? Right? Before moving forward in the conversation, because particularly in marriage, that whole assumption comes into play, just like you showed in the bad example. Yeah, you're interpreting. Me saying to you that I need some alone time as you being overbearing. Right. And that's not what I'm saying. Right. 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 I'm saying I need alone time and that need is coming out of myself. Right. And likely has nothing to do with you. Right. It could be the kids. It could be my job. It could just be me needing some self care. Right. And so um, you could react very negatively to that you could internalize this feeling of i don't give her enough alone time just by focusing on and and in some cases you may say that to me right and in other cases you may just internalize it right and then react to me out of that place of having uh interpreted me that way or synthesized what i was saying to you that way yeah and then all of a sudden you're acting weird with me when i come back from the jog and i don't know why and this could go on for a week before we explode into a conflict yes then in that conflict you say to me you said i was overbearing earlier this week yes (laughs) and i'm like when did i say that right and this is how you know things spiral so the practice of active listening if you can be conscious about whether you're in an emotional state or not, mm-hmm. whether there's a conflict present or not, just practicing. Um, and it doesn't have to be as robotic as if I understand you correctly, you're saying, but you know, right. find your own rhythm and your own pattern of having that conversation to make sure that you are substantiating 
your understanding of and, what someone has said to you. And giving the other person an opportunity to clarify because maybe yeah. they are saying, yes, you know, I need some alone time, but really they're saying you're overbearing. Exactly. And maybe you need to arrive at that in the process of having a conversation that employs active listening. Right. right? Just like in the last episode, we talked about asking why five times, yeah. you know, that's a really good place yeah. to employ active listening when, when someone is sharing. Yeah. And I because you could say to me, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm hearing you correctly, this is what you're saying. And I could say, yes, that's what I'm saying. And you could ask me why genuine out of genuine concern for right. my emotional state and why I feel like I need alone time. Yes. So I can either say to you, no, it's just, you know, I'm just having a weird day, yes. my hormones, whatever. Or I could say to you, you know what? I just feel like the kids have been on me right. or I just feel like I need some space from you, right. <laughs> whatever the case may be. Right. 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 Um, but if you don't, have that yeah. practice, yeah. then you leave a lot of room yeah. for misinterpretation and misunderstanding. Yeah. Right? And that's why it's important to talk about everything mm-hmm. and to not, you know, me stay quiet and hold my own thoughts. Exactly. And a, lo- and a lot of times that's a dynamic in a relationship. If you're looking at two typical people, and this is definitely blanket and stereotype, but we see it all the time where men tend to they use less words right right yeah and so a man is not going to necessarily go that deep he's just going to do his math in his mind mm-hmm. right and just hold his corner right whereas we feel like i have successfully communicated to you yeah. because i've used all of these words yeah. but because i've never closed the feedback loop to make sure you understood what i was saying and what i meant right and what i'm meaning yep. um there's a lot of room for conflict there yes right yes so no that's, that's active listening. <laughs> that's good. That's right? good. Um, and I think active listening helped us to, or added uh, an element. It's definitely a tool. Right. That, that, we that were helps able us to, to get to that. Hey, you know, let's, let's slow this down mm-hmm. and let's articulate. And if I understand you correctly, yeah. this is what I'm understanding or this is what I'm feeling from that. Yes. This is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Well, that's not what I meant, but this is what, and it, it helps us to have that, you know, mm-hmm communication and i think a lot of, i won't say i think a lot of people won't think about other people i'll mm-hmm. say it for us mm-hmm. um i mean this week right like was it just two days ago yeah we, we you said hey you know that conversation that we had could have been oh yeah like uh hashtag big fight hashtag big fight yeah right but but it wasn't mm-hmm. and um and we can talk about hashtag big fight. Hashtag mm-hmm. big fight is something that we say mm-hmm. to each other mm-hmm. when we recognize that if left to my own internal thoughts or if I allowed what you said um, and the way that you said it or the tone that I interpreted, if I let that rub me the wrong way. If I, if I fell asleep right here. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. This would be a huge fight between us. This would be a huge fight, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. And I'm aware and I recognize that maybe you're responding to me that way because you've had a bad day or yeah. you've had a long conversation. And so I'm not going to let that response affect me negatively. Yeah. So hashtag big fight, when we say that to each other, it does a couple of things. Mm-hmm. One, it highlights to the other person, hey, you did something that rubbed me the wrong way there. Or you said something that rubbed me the wrong way there. Or or could have potentially, well, maybe it rubbed me the wrong way. Right. 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 Um, but I'm choosing. Yes. Right. That's the other thing it does. Yeah. It shows the other person. I'm choosing. Yeah. Not to respond to what I feel like just happened. Yeah. Right. But I'm just letting you know, hey. 
when you use these three notes when you say something yes, to me. Yes, that's good. These three notes. This is how I interpret it and yes. it could potentially be a fight. So that person then becomes aware of that yep. and then they they have they can acknowledge it and yep. say, "Okay, you know yep. what? You're right, you're right." right. You that, know? that one was a little I was throwing a little shade or yeah. whatever the case right, may be. Right, right. And we're okay. It gives the other person an opportunity to say, okay, yeah, you saw me. It's yes, true. Exactly. I was being spiteful. Yes. I was. Yeah. I didn't mean it that I way. I was being rude or whatever right. the case may be. Right, right. And thank you for yeah. not <laughs> yes. doing whatever. And we just say hashtag big fight and, and it we shrug. It diffuses and it the diffuses situation, it, yeah. but it still allows us to talk about it. Yes. And then we move on. And to acknowledge our behavior. Yes. Let's put it that way, yes. right? And let me, let's, let's talk about same team. All mm-hmm. right, let's talk about same team. Uh, same team is is another thing that we kind of throw at couples when we're doing the premarital sessions to remind them that they're wearing the same jersey. Yeah. Right. And and what that does is when you're fighting or <laughs> debating or have an opportunity where there's a conflict. Yeah. When you remember that the other person is wearing the same colored jersey as you. Yeah. Your approach your response, your understanding now. Not just the same color jersey. Same logo is on there. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right? we have to Right. Say. Same logo, right? Yeah. We're both wearing Toronto Raptors. Yeah. I recognize that when you stepped on my foot, that you were not doing it intentionally. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to, you know, let that trip me up. But what if I was doing it intentionally? Well, then we got to talk about that. And But we're still on the same team, though. We are still on the same team. Exactly. So how I talk to you. And I think about um, The Last Dance, the um, Michael Jordan, Chicago Bulls, Netflix um, series. Mm -hmm. There was a situation in there where, you know, uh, Rodman was Mm -hmm. always kind of a troublemaker or whatever have you. Um, And um, I can't remember if it was Rodman who came to Michael Jordan or Michael Jordan went to Rodman, but basically they had a conversation and they acknowledged that, hey, you know what? We recognize that there's some some conflict here, mm-hmm. but we're on the same team, right? And we have a goal, so let's put our differences aside, yeah, and let's let's accomplish this. Mm-hmm. And so, even if you did step on my foot yeah. intentionally, if I'm now able to say, hey, listen, I felt that you stepped on my toe intentionally, mm-hmm. and you're honest to say, you know what? I did because I've got issues. I did because I got issues. Yeah, but I recognize we are on the same team, and so. Let's work together, right? To make you know, yeah. I think one of the issues that that um, you know couples have why uh, conflict continues to reoccur, and mm. they never kind of mature in the um, ability to not quote unquote fight mm-hmm. in that typical way, right? Is there's a lot of pile up you know what i mean yes you come into a marriage and all your hopes Mm. are high and you're like we yay we're besties and we're gonna there's not gonna be any problems and then when the first marital conflict Mm. um shows up we handle it badly yeah and we never really fully resolve it right like someone is still kind of sore and hurt after that and so the next time a conflict comes up the pain of that first one is added to the pain of the second one, yes. right? Because we don't really have this ability to compartmentalize the conflicts, right? Right, And sometimes the issue presents, although it's about something different, mm-hmm. it is underpinned by mm-hmm. something that is the same, mm-hmm. a lack of respect or um, 
laziness or what whatever the mm-hmm. case may be that mm-hmm. con- that so it continues to recur because we never go through the full resolution right and get to what you love the most is understanding yes so we can't move forward from it mm-hmm. we kind of just agree to disagree sometimes yeah. or we you know well they told us that we shouldn't go to bed <laughs> angry yeah. so we find some way to satisfy that yeah. so we're not angry going to bed right. but we never really get to the root of the understanding of the issue so that we can correct it and move forward right. um, without that issue. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. I'm um, stating a problem and not providing a solution. I recognize that. No, but no, but it's okay. Cause it's just highlighting something. So somebody could recognize and say, Hey, you know what? Yeah. We, we deal with that. We need to get to the root of the situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to, you know, I really do want to speak to the ladies out there and the wives out there um, that there's a real tendency on our part to disrespect and emasculate our spouses Mm -hmm. whether we are doing that in a conflict or just on a regular day because we don't recognize those those ways that we do that and i think i was conscious not that i'm perfect at it but i think i i i was conscious from the beginning of our marriage that i didn't want to do that to you because i didn't want you to become somebody that i cannot respect Mm. but by my own mouth right right like right. if if i'm disrespecting you continually and um you are i mean you are who you are so you would love me through that but what would that do to me and my perception of you yeah right if you're covering my lack of respect right. all the time right. right then then it only perpetuates that lack of respect because right. i could then i would then feel like i can disrespect Walk him and him. he's he's gonna be there yeah. right and we don't rec- recognize that we're doing an injustice to ourselves yes. because then we end up with a man that we cannot respect. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And so I just want to put it out there to the ladies that in the words that you speak on a daily basis, not just in conflict, in conflict is really bad, yeah. but on a daily basis to make sure that your conversation is um, honorable mm. when it comes to your spouse, your husband, because um, I think we don't recognize um, it's like a boomerang. Mm. It's going to come back to you. Yeah. Right. So make sure that there's respect all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's honor all the time. Yeah. So that when it comes to conflict, you don't have to be so, it's not at the tip of your tongue right. to just disrespect and tear down your husband. That's good. Right. Yeah. Because it's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. So, so you're saying basically the key, one of the keys to conflict resolution or dealing with conflict yeah is the environment in which you create oh yeah the environment in which you're having the conflict right 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 right. um like where are you fighting at because that can are you fighting in a dungeon right 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 (laughs) with spider webs and it's cold and or are you in a sunshine field you know what i mean like that um so the the environment that you are creating yes we know that conflict is a part and disagreement is a part of relating right and so if you're if you can if you want to minimize the impact of conflict then create an environment that is um contradictory to conflict Mm. so that when conflict comes it cannot survive in that environment i like that yeah (laughs) i like that you like that oh yeah absolutely yeah um and i want to speak to the men i want to speak to the men say you know before you move on to the men i just want to say to the ladies again Mm -hmm. the way that you don't want to be cheated on and the way you feel about your husband being faithful Mm -hmm. is the way he feels about having your respect and honor Mm -hmm. so just to put that in context for you Mm -hmm. you know what i mean 
Like if you are concerned about that and think about how you have felt or would feel if your husband was unfaithful, right? Um, in that way, that's how he feels when you disrespect and emasculate him. Wow. So just putting that out there it's over powerful. to you, Bob. That's powerful. That's powerful. <laughs> um, I was going to say to men, sometimes there's a tendency for men to discredit uh, women yeah. because they're emotional. Yes. You yeah. know, uh, using too much words and you're, you're yeah. too emotional, right? Yeah. And and so you discredit what they have to say and you also discredit what they feel. Yes. And so in the moments of conflict, you, you're not even taking her on because exactly. she's getting too emotional. Because you're she's, practiced at just disregarding and disregarding dismissing. Disregarding and dismissing. And so I want to say to men, uh, consider yeah. your wife yeah. and her feelings and her perspective and validate them and validate them and seek them out mm-hmm. right so that she recognizes that you appreciate and you value uh, her words and what she has to bring to the table yeah and uh, and I'll also add um sometimes for the men like in the response when you when you feel disrespected um the reaction to that can be aggressive and severe mm. um and I always remember just growing up my dad had this habit of if you really did something bad and he wanted to really get you to see yourself, Mm. it wasn't, that wasn't the time where he would yell at you Mm. or be, he would really softly say, (laughs) I'm just, I'm disappointed, Mm -hmm. you know, because you, and he would, and the, the tender tone of that would force you to then see, Oh shoot! Look mm. at the impact on on Dad. Mm-hmm. He's really sad about this choice that I made, mm-hmm. and then it forces you to look at the choice that you made and the impact of your actions. Whereas if he's coming at you aggressively, you're like, ah, oh, typical. You know, right. uh, parents are always yelling. Yeah. You know, and so you dismiss that. So for a husband to kind of sit your wife down and say, you know what, when you said X, Y, and Z to me, mm. that really hit me at the core. Yeah. And I felt so disrespected. Yeah. That's going to force her to kind of grip herself. And because you're not coming aggressively, she doesn't have to be, she may be defensive, but not aggressive in her defensiveness. And you set the tone. Right. And she'll she'll walk away from that and have some time of reflection because of the way that you came at it. And I think, especially if you typically come aggressively, switch it up. Yeah. And this is for men as well. I think, the articulation of your emotions right. is important yes. because men, as you say, because we use little words, mm-hmm. have a tendency mm-hmm. to just... Few words. And yeah. little words. <laughs> Tiny words. Yeah. Um, you know, just be angry, right? Yeah. Or yell and, and that doesn't uh, speak to your spouse in the language that maybe they will understand you. Yeah, and it, that, it, it only contributes to a more... Um, hur- hurricane-like environment, environment yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Let's talk about um, punching the door mm. Mm. and the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. So, early on mm-hmm. in our relationship, I, and I and I thought about this because I know we were going to talk about it for the show. And I thought about this. I was like, man, where did this thing come from? When I was uh, like in high school, yeah. If I was in a conflict with my girlfriend. Yeah. Because I would never hit a girl. Yeah. I punched the locker. Mm-hmm. I punched the locker to release the release emotion. The emotion mm-hmm. And to let the other person recognize, hey, this, <laughs> this is how angry I am. Right? 
Yeah. And maybe that was a good tactic because I didn't hit the individual. Yeah. But um, in our relationship, mm-hmm. when you broke it down for me, I realized, hey. Right. And yeah. before we talk about the door in our, our house, yeah. we have to talk about the door in your mother's house. Yes. In your parents' house. Yes. Because I, I clearly remember one day coming to pick you up. We were going to go somewhere. You were with Promise. Shout out to Promise. Yeah. Um, and you and your mother had gotten into a conflict of some sort over something really minor, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. And it irritated you to the point where you, did you punch the door no, or I, kick the I, door? I closed the door. Right. With such force. With such force that, <laughs> that it, it went past the door yes. frame. And off the hinge. And off the hinge. Right. And you came into the car and we had the conversation about what happened. And in my mind, I said, well, it's okay. Because I <laughs> would never be the one to bring that out of him. Right. It will never happen. In It won't happen in our marriage. Because you had your issues with your mom and her I I, I, can't, I think it was something she said about locking the door and yeah. little things that she would fuss over that really irritated you, yeah, right? Yeah. So I concluded, and this was before we were married. Yeah. So I concluded that that would never happen between you and I. Mm-hmm. Scene two. Scene two. Scene two. Uh, I can't remember what the disagreement Nor was can about. I. <laughs> but my response was, just out of anger and frustration, mm-hmm. man, I'm gonna I'm gonna punch this door. I don't even think you thought, man, no, I'm gonna punch this door. You just punched a punch hole in the bedroom door. Punched the door, right? To my shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, because I swore I wouldn't be the one. Yes, right? and then now you are. You know, I seemingly the one that brought that out of you, out of me. Yeah, jokes on me, right? Yeah, but you know, you explained to me i think there was a there was a subsequent time we were in the yes. car and i was out of frustration i i punched the steering wheel and dented the dented the, the ford symbol. ford symbol on the steering wheel yes i couldn't wait to we got rid of that car because every time i saw that dent <laughs> after no, but that was the, probably a good thing well after i had this revelation yeah right? the yeah. revelation that you were about to share yes. with me yeah so the revelation that i shared with you about those those two incidents um was that there was no difference between me and the door right from my perspective right because i know that the conflict that we are having is what is angering you to this point yeah when you punch the door you might as well have been punching me yeah because i know that that punch is directed at me and has my name on it (laughs) and the door is just a substitute right but the door while it is a physical substitute it cannot the the soul yeah my soul was still, still received that punch there we go right yeah and so it was soul violence it was, and when you told me that yeah i know i could see revelation knowledge <laughs> descending upon your it, head it, it changed everything yeah and i was like man yeah i do not want to ever you know like you you told me I was punching you. Yeah, exactly. Because you, you felt, were. Because you felt. Yeah. The, the 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 impact of that in my soul. And I said, Lord Jesus, please forgive me. Mm-hmm. And I never. And you've never done it since. Again. Yeah. Because I said I will not. Yeah. Right. And we've never. And we've never. You know. Yeah. And I mean. And this is again. This is. You know. This was in the first. I don't know what. Two. Four. <laughs> yeah. Years. Right? Early. Yeah. And so it was like. You know, 
if you don't do that work, if you're yeah. not conscious of doing that work, well, this is the and thing. And having that then. conversation, like, like who says that? Like, who says, "Hey, you know, when you punch the door, yeah, it was an act of violence against my soul." Yeah, <laughs> no one says that, but they should because you need to be awake and conscious. Exactly. exactly. In life exactly. and in marriage. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And that's what marriage affords you. Yeah. Is that. Because your intention is so good. I don't want to punch you. Yeah. I would never do that. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 so yeah. I'm going to break up this thing. Yeah. One time you kicked a, um, a, a Pampers box down the stairs right? <laughs> <laughs> when we were having a, 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 an, ar- an argument. And I was like, ooh, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so I had to be able to dig deep and say, okay, what am I, why, why, why does this hit me in this way? Yes. And then to be able to articulate that to you so that you have what? Understanding. understanding that's the word of the day so once you had understanding about the impact of that on me then yeah. you were able to change your behavior absolutely so absolutely yeah and and you're a better person for it oh 100 right? and you know so. what at times like you know we we often when we're doing the premarital we we always you know bring that up mm-hmm. but like you know when we talked about bringing it up on the show i was like yeah. oh gosh i don't want to talk about that people are think i'm gonna, yeah because I'm you gonna... think people are gonna look at you like a violent at, yeah, right? abuser like angry guy who can't control himself but he always looks so happy and joyful right hey it's the truth right? that's no. it's your evolution and this is it right yeah. and this is why I, always, I love marriage because of the opportunity that it gives you to grow as an yeah. individual yeah. you know what i mean and it's not just the benefits are for you the benefits are for our children but the 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 greatest um benefit is to me yeah as because an individual. who would I, you be today if yes. we didn't have that experience if you were married to someone else who maybe couldn't articulate that yes you know life you're as you grow the, the challenges get bigger yes you know what i mean and mm-hmm. so the challenges have only gotten bigger and more significant and more weighty yeah and so if you hadn't been able to correct that yeah. in yourself yeah. where would you be today exactly right? and sometimes i get frustrated potentially with, jail no right like, <laughs> you know what i mean i i sometimes i get frustrated when i see people um give up on marriage mm-hmm. um and i'm not talking about the situations where you know extenuating circumstances or when there's and, abuse yeah and all those things I'm disclaimer uh, I'm, you know, I'm talking about the times or the situations where there there could be mm-hmm. work behind that issue yeah. that keeps on presenting itself yes. for you or for the other person. And that is what it is. And it keeps on presenting itself to give you the opportunity to rectify yourself. Yeah. And that work helps you to grow. Yeah. The challenge is that uh, people are counting the individual wins and losses. Yes. And they don't recognize that if we stick with this for the long haul, Mm -hmm. at the end of 50 years, there's going to be an equal amount of wins for me Mm -hmm. and wins for you, losses for me and losses for you. But they're looking at the scoreboard, you know, five years in, three years in, seven years in, and they're saying, man, it really feels like I've taken a lot of L's. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't want to take any more L's. And they're looking at that on a day-to-day basis. They're looking at the scoreboard. Yeah. And they find it difficult because of a lack of maturity, which is a topic that ha- can have its own episode, just maturity in right, love. Right. Um, but because of a lack of maturity in their love, yeah. um, they're not able to lay down and submit their own viewpoint, yes. submit their own emotion, submit their own um, desire to win yes. to the other person. Yes. That's giving you too much. Although I claim to be giving you my life. Yeah. <laughs> right? So... Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, yes. That's part of the issue. 
Wow. Because oh. there's, there's, there's sufficient work for you to do on yourself as an individual and me to do on myself as an individual. Yeah. So if this present conflict is bringing up an issue for you, accept it and yes. deal with th- this one is yours. Yes. I got next. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But this one is yours. And yeah. so let's just deal with it. Yeah. Right. But the, but the beautiful thing about me taking the L is that you get the W. Yes. And also you get the W. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about rules of engagement. Yeah. Another one of our little things that we kind of. Yeah. And I think the rules of engagement we discovered mm-hmm. along the way mm-hmm. of having bad conflicts, right? Like yeah. the punching of the wall thing and the, you know, what I think along the way, whatever we discovered, you know, I think we probably talked about, well, what made you get to that point where you were so angry? Yeah. And one of the things was, you know, saying something to me like, you're just like your mother in this way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or you're you saying to me, you're just like your dad in this way. Yeah. And so highlighting some quality that's negative in one of our parents that we see in the person. Yeah. Right. For some reason, for it the triggers. two of us, it just trig- it triggered us yeah. for both of us. Yeah. So we agreed that we wouldn't do that yeah. when we're having a conflict or even in general in life. We're not going to say to the other person, that's your mother there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And let's let's just for the listeners, um, rules of engagement, we want to encourage you in your relationships to come up with some things or recognize or identify some things that might be triggers Mm -hmm. for you when you're in conflict that you would say to the other person, hey, you know what? Can we not do this when we we fight? We won't do this when we fight because I respond super mad negatively. Yes. And and maybe not just the way that you respond, but the fact that on principle, like for example, we don't ever bring up divorce. Right. Because it's not a thing for yeah. us, right? Yeah. That's not an option. So um, we have, that's one of our rules. I mean, we haven't written this down on paper, but it's yeah. like an unspoken thing between us that if we're in a conflict, we would never threaten the other person with divorce or even bring up divorce. Right. So that's another that's another example, right? Yeah. But it's going to be different for every couple, every relationship. Yeah. And when you have conflicts yes. and you recognize the things that trigger you, yes. that's the opportunity to take stock of those things and make them a part of your rules of engagement. Yes. And so that creates a better conflict environment. Absolutely. Right? I was, when we were talking about fighting, um, I, I thought about, you know, did martial arts and I thought about sparring. And so when I looked up the the definition of sparring, it is a form of training uh, common to many combat sports. Although the precise form varies, it is essentially relatively free form fighting with enough rules, customs, and agreements to minimize injuries. Mm -hmm. And then the word spar is also used when they're talking about debating. And uh, in that definition, it's engage in argument typically of a kind that is prolonged or repeated, but not violent. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know what? Instead of fighting, it Mm -hmm. should be sparring. Sparring, for sure. Right? And we're going to create some rules of engagement. We're going to create a boundary. We're going to create an environment where we recognize that we are debating, that we are... Disagreeing. Disagreeing. Yeah. But... Non-violently. Non-violently. At the level of the soul. And we know where we're going. (laughs) Yeah. The conclusion is understanding yeah. Um, and and we're doing this because we love each other. Yes. And we're doing this with the hopes of strengthening. Yeah. We care our enough. Relationship. We care enough to disagree. Absolutely. So, yeah. One hundred percent. So so may all your conflicts and fights be sparring. sparring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. 
Um, anything else you wanted to add? You want to close with? You want to talk about? No, I think that's really a, that's a that's a great note to end on. Mm-hmm. You know, just managing the environment um, in your home so that when conflict does present itself, it doesn't feel comfortable to stay. Right. 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 Well, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about next week? Oh, I don't know. I don't you know, know, we make it up as we go along. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we hope you enjoy our. We'll see what Priscilla says. Banter, yeah. <laughs> and if you have any comments that you want to, you know, hear us talk about, or you know, feedback, share anything, yeah, reach out to us. Okay. Yep. Um, we thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. We thank you for your time. We thank you for your heart. And uh, yeah, stay in love. Yeah. been listening to another episode of the love james podcast we thank you so much for tuning in if you'd like to connect with us we are love james podcast on facebook and youtube or you can find us on instagram at for more love james you can also send us an email at podcast at the jameses.ca or if you'd like to reach out anonymously you can fill out the form at the jameses.ca slash love james <laughs>